You're listening to Meeting Pod, the podcast powered by Meeting Place, the premier magazine and news source for the meat and poultry processing industry, and Alt Meat Magazine, the only business information resource for the exploding alternative meat industry. Hi, I'm Julie Larson Brisher, Science and Technology Editor for Meeting Place Magazine. Welcome to Episode 1 of Meeting Pod, where we're talking poultry research trends with Dr. Denise Hurd, Director of Research for the U.S. Poultry and Egg Association. And Denise knows a lot about what's in the pipeline for poultry research in the coming year. Denise administers the All Feather Associations and its Foundation's Comprehensive Research Program and Board Research Initiative Program, which encompasses all components of poultry and egg production and processing. She also provides leadership of the Foundation's Research Advisory Committee, receiving and evaluating research proposals and making recommendations to the Board of Directors for both organizations for funding approval. More than $33 million has been invested in research funding by U.S. Poultry and its foundation, with more than 50 universities and federal and state facilities receiving grants over the years. Currently, the organizations are funding more than $1 million annually on a variety of industry-selected topics spanning all sectors of the poultry industry. Welcome to Meeting Pod, Denise. We're delighted to have you as a guest on the podcast. Thank you, Julie. I'm delighted to be here. Well, let's talk turkey or poultry science. (laughs) I think 2020 was a heck of a year in terms of coronavirus pandemic and its effect on all sectors of the meat and poultry industry, including research. Has the COVID-19 pandemic affected the types of research proposals or the research priorities of U.S. poultry for 2021? Yes, absolutely. The pandemic certainly revealed several areas of research that's needed to be better prepared for this type of situation. Our new list of updated research priorities includes some new areas of focus that have been brought about out of the COVID-19. Particular areas of emphasis and reevaluation are employee health, food safety, employee health and safety, processing, animal welfare, and breeder and meat bird management. The updated list of research priorities is posted on the U.S. Poultry website. A major area of concern during the pandemic was processing plant closures and decreased capacity due to worker illness leading to the inability to process market-aged birds. Thus, I'd like to share just a few of the very specific areas where research can assist the industry in being better prepared to deal with the pandemic. First, we would like to develop and evaluate a feeding program and management practices, including lights, feed pan management, water pressure, temperature, and more, to slow the growth of normal growing commercial broilers and turkeys in the field that can be immediately implemented during an emergency. Also, we like to determine additional automation capabilities in the processing facilities from the arrival of live birds through to packaging and dispatch. Next, we look forward to devising technological methods that would allow plants to run a wider range of bird weights within the same processing facility during a crisis when there is a need to process birds at greater sizes and weights. And last but not least, 
we want to identify existing and novel practices to prevent dissipation and the spread of public health virus aerosols from workers near one another in processing plants and provide safety guidelines and design criteria for common areas such as break rooms, bathrooms, etc. Wow, that sounds like a lot of exciting research. This is new research, right? It's not expected to be completed in 2021. Exactly. Um, these are new priorities that we recently added to our list of needs for the industry. Great. Well, what are some of the most exciting research projects you are expecting to be completed in 2021? And what kind of real world solutions are they going to potentially offer to the poultry processing end of things? Great question. At any given time, we have approximately 35 to 40 active research projects ongoing. This year, we look forward to the completion of over 20 research projects. <laughs> These projects cover several different research needs within the industry. There's not enough time for me to discuss all of them, and I know you asked specifically about processing, but we have so many that I just want to share a few of them, although I can't share all of them and do them justice. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about animal welfare. Within the animal welfare realm, we expect to gain some new insights into the evaluation of welfare, behavior, and health as affected by growth rate of broiler chickens from a study being conducted at Mississippi State University. Further, another project is underway at the University of Arkansas, which will determine the effects of lighting programs on behavior, gait score, and cortisone levels, and will compare them to constant light intensity programs used in commercial broiler programs. The data obtained will help determine the optimum lighting program to avoid lameness in broilers. And out of Purdue University, researchers will be improving cage-free air quality hen welfare and egg quality with artificial turf and manure removal system. This project will evaluate the use of artificial turf compared to wood shavings in a cage-free aviary. A system to remove manure and floor eggs will be used. Hen welfare and productivity, air quality, egg quality, and egg microbiology will be evaluated. Additionally, we have many disease-related projects to be completed this year as well. Woody breast in broilers results in downgrades and condemnations in the processing plant, which inevitably leads to economic losses. A University of Delaware project will be assessing feed additives for reducing the incidence of wooden breast disease in commercial broiler chickens. Preliminary and field data indicates that nutrition plays a major role in the incidence of woody breast. This project will evaluate feed levels of lysine, phytase, vitamin C, and potassium on the incidence of woody breast. And at the University of Arkansas, they are going to be using accelerometers. Sorry, that's a hard word to say. Or you could just say a Fitbit, which basically is what it is, an artificial intelligence to predict the presence of woody breast in live broilers throughout grow out and in broiler fillets. This project will identify broilers exhibiting woody breast characteristics and evaluate vibration patterns of deboned fillets for varying degrees of woody breast, offering a novel and unique approach that has not been used in previous studies. And I'd also like to share one processing related project with you. Amongst the, all of the numerous 
process and plant studies that we have, Auburn University researchers are assessing euthanasia of large poultry utilizing mechanical cervical dislocation, captive boat, control atmosphere, and comparing it to electrical methods. I better stop there. I can go on for days sharing all of the great work that we have going on, but I know that we don't have time. Oh, that's great. You know, and you touched a little bit on this, but I know like this past year in 2020, USDA really put a lot of emphasis on salmonella and campylobacter control. Do you expect that any of the U.S. poultry supported research will help poultry processors better meet regulatory performance standards or food safety objectives on, for these pathogens? Yes, Julie, that's a that's a great question. And that's another area in which we put a lot of focus on in the past year, just to share a few projects that we have that are going to be really beneficial for the industry. A research project out of Mississippi State University will be using comparative genomics and an in vitro screening approach for the identification of vaccine candidates for the foodborne pathogen Campylobacter jejuni. The utilization of genomic technology and reverse vaccinology offers a promising opportunity to focus on targets for vaccine development, given the fact that we currently don't have a vaccine for Campylobacter. Next, we have two studies coming out of the University of Georgia. The first study is profiling salmonella serotypes through broiler processing using CRISPR technology to quickly and accurately detect all of the different serotypes that exist in samples instead of just the dominant serotype, which is a fault of our current system. The second study at UGA involves high-resolution salmonella serotyping to improve surveillance in turkeys. Salmonella serotype populations are actually going to be tracked from breeders to finished product in a complex, wide study identifying underlying serotypes of salmonella that are playing a larger role in final product contamination than has been previously understood. So salmonella presence, diversity, and survival at processing will be determined by sampling throughout the harvest process, as well as final ground turkey and mechanically separated turkey to identify a plant sampling point that provides critical feedback to pre-harvest programs. Results of this study will be applicable to other poultry sectors as well. And the last study I'll mention in this area is out of Ohio State University, where the researcher is genetically identifying and screening for potent anti-salmonella gut peptide variants in chickens. This study will determine the most potent variant of an antibacterial peptide that occurs in the intestinal tract of chickens, and the information will allow breeders to select for the presence of the most potent variant. Wow. That sounds really promising, all of that. Well, let's talk a little bit about this year's IPPE, which is going to take place in a few weeks' time, but will not be an in-person event. What do you think is the most exciting about how the event will be held, the educational programs this year, and what can attendees expect in terms of informational or career development opportunities? Good question. IPPE is going to look different this year, like most things that have happened <laughs> recently. The IPPE Marketplace Week will be held January 25th through 29th, 2021. And IPPE is excited to be offering a week full of attendee and exhibitor engagement, on-demand tech talks, and innovative products through the Innovation Station and New Product Showcase. 
IPPE is also pleased to be offering a lot of educational programs that's typically available during the expo during IPPE Marketplace Week, including the International Poultry Scientific Forum, the Pet Food Conference, the Latin American Poultry Summit, Market Intelligence Forum, International Rendering Symposium, Feed Education Program, and many, many more. These programs will be offered on demand and in a live format. In addition, the U.S. Poultry College Student Career Program will be offered online during IPPM Marketplace. Hundreds of students will have an opportunity to interview for jobs and internships with the poultry and egg industry. For more information, you can always go to the IPPE website in the coming weeks, www.ippeexpo.org. Wow, it does seem like it's going to be a nice year of pivoting still, doesn't it? <laughs> Indeed. Yes, it does. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks. Thanks so much, Denise, as always. I really have enjoyed speaking with you. And listeners, you can also head over to meetingplace.com and access our magazine archives to read our February 2020 science profile featuring Denise and her insights into advancing U.S. poultry's poultry research programs. Thanks again, Denise. Thank you so much, Julie. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for spending time with Meeting Pod today. Remember to tune in on Mondays and get the inside track on the people and processes that power the protein supply. Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow Meeting Place and Altmate magazines on social media or visit our websites at meetingplace.com and alt-meet.net.